Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Excited to be here today with sixth graders from Rossville Christian Academy and their wonderful teacher. Let's give a hand now to Miss Bethany Woods. Bethany, Merry Christmas, and thanks so much for bringing your class here today. Merry Christmas, and thank you for having us. We're making this a tradition, and this is pretty exciting because each year we have our annual Thanksgiving food drive. Rossville Christian Academy has been a faithful partner for many, many years. It goes way back to second grade teacher, Miss Libby Banks, who started this, and now it's just spread like wildfire throughout the entire school. For the past how many years now, your class has won the competition with the most cans. This will be our third year to win it. Each year, what we've been excited to do, Miss Joy, who is the administrator there at the school, principal? Yes, sir. Principal, I'm sure she does some administration too, <laughs> as being the principal, but she works so wonderful with us, helps organize this part of it. And what we've been able to do for the past several years is the winning class who brings the most can, invite them into our station and produce a special holiday program. And I say holiday because we're in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, collected cans for Thanksgiving, but we're going to talk about Christmas too on our program today. First of all, Miss Woods, tell me how long have you been teaching at Rossville? This is actually my third year since I've been there. I've won it. I bet the folks there are pretty jealous of you. You got a brand new teacher coming in and you're just gangbusters. You're winning the award each year for the Thanksgiving food drive. Yes, sir. They try to beat me every year, but they don't come close. <laughs> That's great. What does it mean for you, Miss Woods, to be a teacher and, and to teach young minds not only about the academics things of life but about Christ because I know Rossville Christian Academy is a Christ-centered education. It is a blessing to have these kids every day and to teach them about Christ. We have a Bible class and it is so much fun to interact with them and their ideas and their inspirations about what they want to be in a Christ-like community. I have a family member who teaches in another state in a public school setting, tells me some pretty hardship cases and things that kids are going through. And I don't mean just because you're in a Christian education doesn't mean you're not having problems with your family life because many of these kids come from single parent homes too, or they might come from some hard times. But what's foundational here is the Bible so important in the classroom? Yes, we have some that are from single parents, and I try to provide that stable environment for them based on Christ. Yeah, and that's so very important. We're going to have a great afternoon with these students. We've got some anticipation on their faces, excited to be here. We have a skit they've been working on, I found, I thought was quite appropriate for, and again, as I say Thanksgiving, I know we're past Thanksgiving, but we're to give thanks always, aren't we? Yes, sir. So we can still enjoy some time of celebrating Thanksgiving here and we can also celebrate Christmas in our time with some songs. But before we continue on, let's talk to some students. Hey, guys, how much fun was it to get all these cans? It was lots of fun. What did you do personally to contribute? I had some money extra, so I told my mom that I would like to spend it on the homeless. What a wonderful thing. How about you? I contributed ramen noodles and some cans for my class. Let's do this. Before you speak, tell me your name. What's your name? Natalie King. That was Natalie. She spoke first. I'm Cassidy King. Are you sisters? Just happen to have the same last name. Didn't know if you were twins or not. Make sure you say your name and tell me what you did. I'm Molly Link, and I went to Walmart and got a bunch of ramen noodles. I'm Piper Lawson, and we forgot to bring in cans, so... 
But it's so exciting. You still won, didn't you? Yes, we did. That's great because you got to get out of school and, and come. And I think after you leave here, you're going to, is it Chick-fil-A? Going to have some lunch today. That's going to be fun. So let's get back here and talk to some more. My name is Kendra Vazell, and I bought a bunch of ramen noodles. People are going to be stocked up on ramen noodles, aren't they? Come on over here. Y'all get closer. Don't be afraid of the microphone. My name is Madison Holly, and I brought in a bunch of ramen noodles. More ramen noodles. Wow, that's what won the thing. My name is Madison Cunningham, and I brought in ramen noodles. More ramen noodles. My name is Kenzie Davenport, and I brought in ramen noodles. My goodness. Do we have any green beans or any corn or anything? What did you bring in? My name is Tucker Pine, and I brought in some green beans, yes. Green beans. Hey, we've got some green beans. Got to have green beans with the ramen noodles, huh? What's your name? My name's Jimmy Key. I brought two boxes of ramen noodles, but a lot of tomato sauce. Tomato sauce would go really good on those ramen noodles. Okay, why don't you come up here? I'm Caden Howcroft, and I brought a 48-pack of ramen noodles. I'm Emily Ferris, and I brought in a lot of ramen noodles. I'm Maggie. I brought in some cans. It was really fun participating. It was fun participating. Could you all agree this was fun participating? My name is Colin Woods, and I brought in ramen noodles. My name is Heath Miller, and I brought ramen noodles. My name is Dylan Bernard, and I didn't really bring anything. But you still got to win, too, didn't you? Everybody picked up the slack, brought those ramen noodles in. Everybody will be participating one way or the other, either sharing on the microphone, singing, or the skit that we've got coming up real soon here. But this right here is a wonderful group of young people. I'm just thinking about the possibilities and the potential, the impact in this room alone can have on our community, around the world, because of Christ. I mean, they have that foundation, and there's no telling what they can do to impact the world with their lives, through the careers they choose, for their families. So, so much potential in this room. Pilgrims that were living in England were unhappy because there was religious persecution. We can't go on like this anymore. I know we don't have religious freedom, but we have to do what our King James said. I don't understand why he doesn't allow us to attend our own church of choice. I think we should leave England and find a place where we can worship God in our own way. I agree with you. We have to talk to other people and see who wants to join us. So the Pilgrims left England in September 1620 in a ship called the Mayflower with 102 people aboard and headed towards America. Mom, I am hungry. We only eat salted meat and dry biscuits. I know. We have to be on this boat for almost two months, but I'm sure that we will get off this ship soon. Everybody, look over there. I can see land. I told you we are almost there. When they landed, the Pilgrims needed food to eat. Come, everybody. We have to look for fresh food. Let's get separated to find the food. Yes, I'll go this way and you go that way. Hey, look, I have some berries. And I found some seeds. The first winter in America was long and hard. It's cold. Everybody put on your heavy clothes. And let's protect our children. Many of the pilgrims became ill. I feel sick, Mother. Somebody help. My son is sick. Give him this plant. He will feel much better. Thank you. Then spring came and everyone was joyful. What a beautiful day. Let's dance and play. One day a kind Indian came to the village. Hello peoples, I want to offer you my help. Welcome to our village. We appreciate your help. 
Soon more Indians came. We can show you how to grow your own food. Please tell us how. These are corn seeds. This is how you should plant them. And the Indians showed the pilgrims how to plant corn and wheat and other vegetables. One of the Indians was called Squanto. I want to be your friend. We also want to teach you how to hunt and fish. We will hunt quail and turkey. Come, let's go to the forest. Then they went to the forest to hunt wild animals. And when summer ended, they wanted to have a feast. Now that we have plenty of food and many new friends, let's celebrate. Yes, let's have thanks for all the wonderful things we have for our food and for our friends. Squanto, tell your people to come with us to join us in a big feast of Thanksgiving. Yes, it will be a very special holiday. My people will bring wild turkey and fish. The Indians came to the feast. Let's set the table and put this tablecloth. I will put the fruit, and these are the vegetables. Everybody come and sit down. And everyone gave thanks. We give thanks for our food and for our friends. And for our many blessings. Thank you, Lord. Tell you what, guys, why don't we hear some music now? Let our Bot Radio Network listeners just hear what great voices you have. Got a couple numbers, Miss Woods. What are we going to sing today? Emmanuel and Silent Night. Couple of my favorites, Emmanuel and Silent Night. Let's listen.
Well, this is a wonderful time we're having with the sixth graders from Rossville Christian Academy. Miss Bethany Woods is their teacher. We're so excited that we can come celebrate the season of giving thanks to our Lord for his wonderful blessings and for the participation of this class winning the annual food drive for the Rossville campus. There are a lot of people that need to have a meal this holiday season, and that's going to be part of food baskets that was presented to Brother Francis Sebekindu of the Living Water Community Church, a dear friend of our station for many years, a pastor from Uganda originally, just has a wonderful story. We're glad he's in our city and helping families to have a better Thanksgiving, a better Christmas. And Miss Woods, I know you're proud of this group. I'm very proud of them. What does it mean uh, for you to be able to bring them on a field trip like this? It's very exciting to get them out of the classroom. They get tired of hearing me teach them every day. It's a different scene getting them out of the classroom. Yeah, we've had a lot of fun putting this show together. Well, you know, as we look past Thanksgiving, we're coming up on Christmas in just a few short weeks here. Let's talk about what you guys do. Some of the things you like to do at Christmas time with your family, maybe some of the food you eat or maybe a special tradition that you have. I'm Molly, and on Christmas Eve, we go to my dad's parents' house and open up presents from him. My name's Natalie, and on Christmas Eve, my mom makes homemade lasagna, and we get our Christmas PJs on and drink hot chocolate while we look at Christmas lights. My name is Cassidy, and my mom and I, we fix cookies to give to Santa, and we um, look at the Christmas tree. My name is Skylar Rhodes, and every year um, on Christmas, we go to my grandmother's house and open presents. My name is Annie Claire, and on Christmas Eve, we stay up late and watch The Grinch. My name is Piper Lawson, and every year we get in the car and we go driving around our neighborhood and other people's neighborhoods looking at Christmas lights. My name is Allie, and on Christmas Eve, we watch Christmas movies. My name is Emily Ferris, and on Christmas Eve, we always bake and have fun as a family. My name is Kenzie, and on Christmas, we go to our grandparents' house. My name is Madison Cunningham, and on Christmas, we bake cookies. My name is Maggie, and on Christmas, we bake forgotten cookies for Santa. My name is Tucker, and we stay up late and watch It's a Wonderful Life. My name is Kendra Mazel, and on Christmas Eve, we usually stay up late watching the movies. My name is Jimmy, and I like giving gifts, when, especially when they don't expect it. My name is Heath, and on Christmas Eve, we like to open our presents. I know that you are looking forward to spending some wonderful time with your parents and open up these presents. But really, as you think about Christmas, what's Christmas really all about? Jesus! That's right, Jesus. What is it about Jesus and Christmas? It's fun to celebrate Him and just rejoice. It is amazing that He put His Son in the world. About the birth of Jesus. About rejoicing Jesus in His birthday. Jesus was born on Christmas Day. That He came to earth to die for us. That's why He came, wasn't it? It wasn't just to be a cute baby in a manger. He came so that you and I could have eternal life. That's a wonderful, wonderful gift that He gives us free. We can receive that by His grace. Miss Woods, I know you're proud of these guys. I really have had a wonderful time as always, and we really hope that you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Any special traditions for you at Christmas time? Well, we usually go to my parents on Christmas Eve, but I recently lost my father, so this is our first Christmas without him. So it's going to be a difficult one. God bless you. Miss Woods, thank you so much for bringing that up because, you know, there's those listening today who are experiencing similar loss in their families, and Christmas will be kind of different. We pray God's blessings upon you and your family as you come together. And remember the wonderful legacy your father left you as a gift. I know that's really special. Yes, thank you so much. I think we're about out of time for this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Our producer today, I cannot have done this without her, Angela Buckley. Thank you so much for controlling microphones and helping everybody stay on cue. We appreciate it so much. 
But on behalf of Bot Radio Network, thank you, Rossville Christian Academy, Miss Bethany Wood, sixth grade class. Hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to bring to you and your kin. A survey conducted by Pew Research in 2013 indicated that the activities that people least like at Christmas time are the commercialism, materialism, money expense, and shopping in crowds. Hey, I'm kind of in that category. What they most look forward to is spending time with family and friends and religious reflection. The church is very important, too. To kind of wrap this all together and share the true meaning of Christmas, there is a tour taking place sponsored by the United Methodist Churches, and we happen to have right now someone who is in the action of the tour, Pastor Ryan Dunn. Pastor Ryan, welcome to Bot Radio. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. Now, right now, you're kind of surrounded by a lot of thunderstorms. Yeah, actually, we uh, we drove down from Shreveport today. Right now, we're hunkered down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and kind of waiting it out before we hope what is, is going to become a clearing by the time we're, we're ready to go out and meet some people later on this evening. The true meaning of Christmas tour is coming to 21 cities across 16 states over the course of the next 23 days. So yesterday, Ryan, you were in Jackson, Mississippi on December 6th, accepting donations of socks and bottled water for the Grace Place Ministry. Today, we've got actually listeners in Little Rock, Arkansas from our station, and you'll be accepting donations of packaged food items for 200,000 reasons to fight childhood hunger in Arkansas. I love this. Where can folks go in Arkansas and Little Rock to be able to make their donations? Uh, We're going to be out at the outlets of Little Rock, and I understand that that's probably a pretty large area. We understand that we'll be kind of near Bass Pro, but... Uh, what makes us very identifiable is that we have a rather large, we call it a bedazzled food truck, which is dressed up like some of our, our favorite Christmas things. This thing is incredible. I've got a picture that you guys sent me, and I would love to ride around in this truck. I mean, this looks fantastic. Uh, yeah, well, we will be there with the truck. Uh, certainly, we, we invite anybody and everybody to come and check it out. And um, We're going to be hanging out there. We'll be ha- handing out some hot cocoa. Uh, asking people what they're excited about this Christmas time, uh, trying to figure out what is important for people to experience at Christmas time, what we believe the true meaning of Christmas is, and also, of course, collecting some good things for in, our, in Little Rock for 2,000 reasons to fight childhood hunger. Pastor Ryan, how are you guys being received so far as you make these travels? You know, really wonderful. Um, the the question that I do get most of the time is, why are you here and why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> A fun question to answer, because I think it's something that we kind of wrestle with in struggling to understand what what Christmas is. But we believe that Christmas is a time, or what we celebrate at Christmas is that God came close to us in, of course, the person of Jesus. And 
that can sometimes be difficult for us to comprehend, that God would love us so much to draw into our experience. So we get to say, well, this is why we're here, that we have a God who loves us, and we're here trying to draw close to, to other people and share something special at Christmas time. You know, I think that's such a needed thing, too, Ryan, because, you know, we talk about the excitement, and we'd love to see a kid's face light up when they open up a present. But, you know, there's also those lonely people during this time. It brings back bad memories, possibly, of a loved one who's passed away, or maybe they're down and haven't had a job in a while. They don't have the money to buy the kind of presents they want for their kids. And all the commercialism, too, as we mentioned uh, in the opening of our program here, that part of it can kind of cloud the real meaning. And we kind of get called up in the fact that we, you know, we're not able to buy this or celebrate like everybody else is during the time. And so it can make us depressed. Yeah. One of the first people that we met in our first stop in Waco, Texas, um, was a guy who we can call Bill. And Bill had just moved to Waco and had been separated from his family who was up in, in northern Texas. He was talking about just how lonely he felt, especially during the holidays. He had spent Thanksgiving by himself. He didn't think that he was going to have anybody to spend Christmas with. And just how much it meant to him to have, even for the, the few hours that we were there, some people to talk with and, and some people, well, we hope that he begins to draw close to there in his new home of Waco. Well, let's also remind our listeners, Ryan, that you are going to be coming to Memphis accepting donations of children's books for Project Transformation, also canned food for local food banks. Yes, we'll be out at the uh, Wolf Chase Galleria. It's going to be on December 8th and We'll be out there from 3 until 7 p.m. Again, you can look for the, the big Christmas truck that says Unwrap Christmas on the side of it. You can't miss it with the bright presents on top and the yeah. green and the red. And, and also, I think this is a facilitating point for getting hot chocolate and just having some fellowship. That's right, yep. We're, we are serving, well, by the end of the tour, we'll serve 16,000 cups of hot cocoa. Hopefully had just about as many conversations with folks and uh, we have the chance for, for people to fill out some prayer cards uh, because we'd certainly love to be able to support people in that way through the holidays and, and also get them connected to some local churches. Is the setup for each stop pretty much the same, or is it different? It depends on what city you're in. Yeah, it depends a little bit on the on the surrounding location, sometimes on the weather, too. But there in Memphis, we'll have our, our full setup out. The, the truck will be decorated fully. We'll have our collection bin out. We'll be serving cups of hot cocoa and certainly inviting people to come by and visit with us. So, Ryan, now, canned foods, folks are encouraged to bring canned foods and also children's books. Now, are these books, do they have to be new, slightly used? Yeah, certainly slightly used would, would be great. New books are certainly welcome as well, uh, but these are all for project transformation, which encourages literacy and reading there in the Memphis area festivities for this wonderful event that you don't want to miss on Friday afternoon. So many folks, it's a great time because so many folks on a Friday afternoon are already at the Wolf Chase Galleria Mall, and that's where you're going to be located at for the True Meaning of Christmas Tour coming to Memphis tomorrow, Friday, from 3 to 7 p.m., right outside the Wolf Chase Galleria now, across from Sears in the parking lot, right by Buffalo Wild Wings and the Avis Car Rental. Our listeners know where this is because, like I said, that gets a lot of attention during the holiday times, and people are shopping anyway. So it's a great place to go. And if you want more details, too, about what we're talking about, you can go to the website, unwrapchristmas.org, unwrapchristmas.org. There's videos and pictures, and you probably get to see a picture of Pastor Ryan. <laughs> 
Maybe so. I managed to sneak in the back of a few of them. Ryan, as all the travels you've had so far, I know you're kind of new into the tour itself, fresh into the tour. What are some things that are really standing out to you most? That even this early in the season, here we are in the first part of December, uh, people are already a little wary of the busyness of it. And we believe that that kind of lays into what we're doing, where uh, the message or meaning of Christmas can get lost in our, our sense of busyness or these obligations that we feel that we have to fulfill through the Christmas season. We're able to, at least for a moment, especially when we go to some of these shopping areas, offer a moment of pause and a moment of reflection and drawing people back to the meaning of Christmas, this closeness, this, this time that God has drawn to us in love. Well, you know what you said, too, about just this bill that you talked about a moment ago, taking time just to listen to Bill, you know, share it. Maybe we can do that with our neighbors, too. Maybe we have some neighbors in our communities that we know are widows or they're living by themselves or maybe a single mom that we can go and and offer to maybe watch the kids while she goes and does some shopping, maybe even giving her some gift cards so that she can do some shopping, you know, while you watch the kids. Just some ideas to help get close to people and make their Christmas special this year. Yeah, certainly we realize that we're just in a place for a few hours at a time, but hopefully we're able to offer some inspiration, whether people are able to make it out at that time or not, um, to consider ways that we can draw close together during this holiday season. Well, Ryan, can we follow you on Twitter or Instagram or any other social media so we can keep up with this? Yeah, uh, most of the social media action is going on through the Rethink Church account. So you can just search Rethink Church on on Facebook or Twitter, on Instagram, and it'll pop right up. The True Meaning of Christmas Tour, coming to Memphis tomorrow. Now, don't miss it, friend, from 3 to 7 at the Wolf Chase Gallery area across from Sears in the parking lot by Buffalo Wild Wings and Avis Car Rental. If you want more information, go to that website, unwrapchristmas.org, unwrapchristmas.org. Ryan, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you so much for what you're doing to help people experience what Christmas is all about and hear those hearts and kind of encourage them along the way. Merry Christmas. It's been a pleasure.